Hello, nerds. Welcome to Geek Beast, part of the Geekish Network. This is your daily rundown of geek news from geeks like you. I am your host, Summer Punch, and with me, we've got Chuck. What's up, everyone? And Centel. Man, you already know what's cracking. Happy Monday, everybody. Let's Happy Monday. Go. Happy Monday. I'm glad to be here and alive. I was just in Vegas for the Hold weekend. Up. I have survived. I've survived. Oh, right. I'm strong. I survived the partying. Um, <laughs> good time. I'm a little sleepy, though. So forgive the low energy if that comes through. Yeah, I rewatched um, while we were over here just BSing. I rewatched. Uh, oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. The free guy. Free guy. I rewatched free guy. And it still holds up. It's a really oh, yeah. good yeah. movie. We're and What's yeah. Free Guy? Sorry, I don't even know Free Guy. Free Guy right. is oh, the guy. Ryan Reynolds shit movie yeah. where he's in. Oh. He's a video game character. Oh, yeah. it's oh, really? good. Yeah, it's okay. really good. Yeah, I'll have to check that yeah. out. I yeah, it's on like HBO Max. Like yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah. It's good. It's fun. Yeah. Is it like good yeah, or is it fun. just funny? It's I good. think you'll really enjoy it's it. Because, good. Okay. Because you're in that world, I think you'll. Uh-huh. I think you'll really enjoy it. It's about uh, it's about it's about an open world game where character eyes evolved. And he's one of the evolved AI characters. I like that. And like it's also concept. about a gaming. It's also about a gaming company as well that mm-hmm. is a little sketchy in what they do. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, we yeah. have some relevant news for that. But first, <laughs> let's talk about Russia and Disney. Yes, they are in the news right now. So Disney and Warner Brothers will pause releasing films in Russia. So in response to Russia's invasion of Ukraine, Disney has decided to take a stand. And the company has released a statement on Monday explaining that it won't be releasing any films there for the foreseeable future, beginning with the Pixar's Turning Red. And then a few hours later, Warner Brothers did the same thing with The Batman. So it's a quote by the company saying, given the unprovoked uh, invasion of Ukraine and the tragic humanitarian crisis, we are pausing the release of theatrical films in Russia, Russia, including the upcoming Turning Red from Pixar with a statement released by Disney. They continued on to say that we will make future business decisions based on the evolving situation. And in the meantime, given the scale of the emerging refugee crisis, we are working with our NGO partners to provide urgent aid and other humanitarian assistance to refugee. So Disney was the first to studio to take such a stance on Russia. Then a few hours later, Warner Brothers joined in and we'll stay tuned if anybody else hops on board. What do you guys think? Should should businesses be getting involved in geopolitics or is it like none of their business or is it like a good use of their power? I, well, I mean, you can, go, you can go first and tell you can go first. I mean, from a marketing standpoint, it's good for branding. You know, whether you mm-hmm. care or don't is irrelevant to the fact that people will notice and then, you know, pay attention to your brand a lot more. So from a money standpoint, yeah, it's smart. It's absolutely smart to play on the heartstrings of people, be it war, poverty, starvation, whatever it is that you want If it's if it's bopping on headlines, you can make money off of it. So, mm-hmm. oh, my yeah, God, smart. you're such a care bearer in like normal conversations. But when it comes to business, you become like fucking ruthless. It's so, like, it's so out of character, but also so consistent. With you. <laughs> I love it. Do never get on the other side of a table from us and tell. Watch the fuck out. He'll get you. Like, do it for business. About the business. It is. It is. It's about the business. My, what I actually believe is that you, they, they're cherry picking at this point, right? There's crises that happen all around the planet, usually yeah. involving brown to black folks that are in crisis, and they never do this. 
They never do this. <laughs> they never did it in China where the ethnic minority are getting killed. Yeah, or you prosecuted. Said it's where I was going to ask. <laughs> you know, they're not yeah. they're not doing it in, in the Middle East where it happens or or whatever African country Absolutely can pick not. right now that's internally crisis where they're Absolutely slaughtering the not. citizens. Well, or, or whatever Latin American country that they're doing this in. And, and if I had to go really deep. Mm hmm. You need to pull all the movies out of Israel at this time until the Palestinian-Israel conflict gets resolved. If that's the case, mm, which will never happen. So, which will never. Yeah, happen. that's just that's just. I mean, well, yeah, never, it'll never but, happen. You know, but it'll never happen. You know, it's that's like why the prime it's a minister. Move. The prime minister of Ukraine said, "You know, this is an issue because it's happened to white people with white skin with blue eyes," mm -hmm. which is not true for that country. That country is mostly. All types, color skin, white skin with brown eyes and brown hair, which is even more interesting. Like you put yourself in that group. You're not even in that group, really. You're not really in that group. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, you know, but I also want to be, be clear and also be, be extremely mm -hmm. clear, for our, clear for our viewers. Mm -hmm. What's going on in Ukraine is absolutely horrible. Oh, like, horrible. Let's let's, let's horrible. absolutely be clear. Mm -hmm. But, you know, if, if we're stepping outside and just generating in the spirit of conversation and you're talking about business interacting uh, with it, then, you know, there's just very harsh and real realities as to why they do these things. Can we talk about the Ukrainian president Zelensky for a second? Have you guys seen this guy? What oh, a yeah. fucking badass. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. he's, he's like, comedian, there's like right? reports on him. Like uh, the, apparently the U S called him up and they're like, we can evacuate you. And he's like, I don't need a ride. I need some fucking ammunition. <laughs> That's what he said. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, God yeah. Damn. God damn. yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he, I think it was, he's a comedian or actor who got elected yeah. in the position. And he's like, look, we're ride or die. I mean, we fought Russia three times in the history that we've been around. So this is just enough. This is the this is the, actually this is the third time we're fighting Russia. So we're going to be here. Some of us going to be here. I hate the treatment that racism shows his ugly head in the Ukraine with the pushing of black people out of spaces to be safe and mm -hmm. the, to escape the country. Because the whole entire time they've been trying to kick them out the whole entire time. And this is the time to kick them out then. You know, you can let all the black people leave and never let them back in again. If that's your problem, if you have a problem with black and brown people being there. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard reports where, yeah, I've heard, yeah, exactly. I've heard the same, same kind of reports where uh, Ukrainians are trying to escape um, just being refugees uh, across their borders. But um, Ukrainians of African descent or Africans that had uh, immigrated to Ukraine were not being let out of the country. Which yeah. is crazy. It's crazy. What? Because you're what? Why? There's no there's no real justification no, for that. No. That's wild. You feel wild. those. You, I mean, you looked at people with children, small children. You let all the all the Ukrainian children on all the native Ukrainians on. And you looked at the black people and said, nah, you and your kids can't come on. Mm, mm, mm. eventually That's, they did get through at least from the reports that yes, I they are getting through. They are getting. Yeah. Through. Eventually they're walking they to given the board, a hard time. So. But walking across Ukrainian winter has to be the worst. Mm -hmm. I can't. Yeah. I wouldn't wish anybody. Any, anyway, I just hope that Disney and Warner Brothers had that same energy for other conflicts that occur. You know, I wouldn't hold your breath. <laughs> I think you're right. I think it's like is, mm -hmm. if they're gauging that it's a popular sentiment in the Western world, mm -hmm. that that determines whether they were they'll probably support it or yeah. not uh, and take action and. Um, you know, white people tend to care about white people's issues. So, yeah. Yeah. I'll yeah. take that. I mean, it, it's 
War, war is war shows very ugly truths. It does show so, very ugly truths. It's just this is this is this is war. You, we're going to mm-hmm. see a lot of things. It's going to make you cringe. A lot of things is going to make you uncomfortable because people are in desperate situations, and you know you do whatever it takes, regardless of how somebody feels about it. Unfortunately, mm. yeah. so. Hmm. So moving on to some other news, gaming awards uh, show host gets on stage and says, fuck you, Bobby Kotick. So some spicy, Ooh. spicy mm. language at the game. Ooh, awards. A, so, <laughs> yeah, mm. well, well, Bobby Kotick. So anyway, <laughs> so the, the Dice Awards, the video game industry's Oscar equivalent, or you could say the yeah, video game awards is, I don't know. A little debatable in my opinion. Uh, it was held last night. A bunch of games took home trophies, including Hazelight Studios, It Takes Two, which won its second Game of the Year award. Mm-hmm. But arguably, that wasn't the night's biggest news. No. So what folks are waiting for, uh, what we're waiting for was to find out what kind of mess might happen on stage. Earlier that day, before the event even unfolded, kind of funny co-founder and industry hype man, Grave Miller, stated on Twitter that he would use his airtime in front of the industry's top developers to make enemies, quote unquote. So, so Bethesda executive producer Todd Howard opens up the night with a monologue about the turmoil and the uncertainty in the world, particularly as the horrific events unfold in Ukraine. Um, he talks about the world and the Sims before handing the stage over to Greg Miller and then co-host Jessica Chobot. Things got a little bit spicy from there. And as Miller called out Activision Blizzard CEO, Bobby Kotick. Oh, that after dude, joking, okay. Yeah, after joking about Cyberpunk 2077, Metroid Dread and NFT's kind of funny co-host uh, or co-founder, um, Greg Miller said, fuck you, Bobby Kotick, get this, to collapse. I think he was expecting a different reaction, but the crowd went fucking wild. <laughs> Claps and cheers from the audience. It was a brief but critical moment, especially since the Game Awards host, Jeff Keighley, was criticized for refusing to overtly name names in December. So what do you guys think about this? Is this a good use of airtime or a bad use of airtime? I guess, I mean, he, he knew he was going to, I think he knew he was going to hit some claps because I don't know any developers or anybody on the publishing side that defends Bobby Kotick. I don't know. I don't know a single individual. I, I don't. Indefensible. I know. Yeah. He's, he's, like, he's a real slime ball. Yeah. Like he's the only person that will take home a hundred million dollar bonus, then fire half of every studio because it looks good on the books. Cause it looks yep. good for business. He That's brings exactly that Centel sentiment. It looks good <laughs> on business. <laughs> Let's, let's go quarters at the end. Let's go years at the end. Tell this company one day. <laughs> yeah, I hope you do if you want to. Yeah, so I really um, am nice, though. I mean, Bobby at this yeah, point probably just laughs system. about all this. You know, I think his ego and his narcissism. He's like, yeah, they talked about me at the video game awards. I was the thing that got the most cheers. I think that's right. Bobby, Bobby probably feels like oh. I was the thing that got the most cheers at the video game awards. Mm-hmm. Hate is going yeah, to strikes, hate. Hate is going to hate. Stri- he strikes me as the type that any attention, be it positive yeah. uh, or negative, he's going to thrive with. So, mm-hmm. you know, I'm sure. I'm sure so he's toxic. not. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure he's not heartbroken. <laughs> yeah, I hope I he mean, stays radioactive for the rest of his life, though. And nobody wants to go near him or touch him. I hope yes. that's him. Yes. So, so Greg Miller told Kotaku via email while uh, that while he was preparing uh, to debate the show's producers and writers about including such a clear critique in their speech, he did not. Uh, he not only didn't have to, but he was also praised for being so upfront. So as we got closer and closer to the Dice Awards, I knew that I wanted to uh, monologue to say something real about both NFTs and the abuse that's been allowed to run rampant in the industry. Miller said. 
Uh, I had seen Jeff get blowback from the Game Awards for not naming names. So I was prepared to fight uh, and get uh, get stuff like this in. As for the crowd, I didn't expect that they would go so hard. Miller continued. Uh, There was an unusual smattering of laughter and groans, and there was the addition of stunned silence, which I fucking love. Uh, Everyone who approached me afterwards said that they loved it and stood by the message. Nobody told me I was wrong. That's great. Quote from Gary Miller. So good for that guy. I feel like he said the obvious, but it's nice to see somebody say it just out loud in such a a, a dominant uh, role, a, a presence that's so visible. Um, and also it's kind of cool to hear that he got that reaction. Yeah. Yeah. doesn't seem like he's alone. Nah, I don't think he's alone. I think the game industry knows, um, this is a guy that ran a, a tyrannical empire under Activision. I mean, studios wanted to make a bunch of other versions of games and he could turn around and make what seven studios work on call of duty. Like, this fiscally it makes sense i know you want to make your own game but we'll make call of duty here and prior to that he was like we make guitar hero here and he kills he kills whole entire genres yeah he really yeah. does so on to yeah. some other gaming news naomi osaka is going to be featured in fortnite said the verge so the tennis start and noted overwatch fan naomi osaka will be joining the battle royale with two different character skins that go on st- on sale starting march 3rd so just in a couple of days one outfit has some clear tennis influences, while the other is called the Dark Priestess outfit, and both come with an assortment of matching accessories. Asaka will be showing off her in-game character a bit early when she streams on Twitch star, uh, on, with Twitch star Berlizzi on March 1st at 7 p.m. Oh, that's right. No, that's in a few days. That's tomorrow. Uh, yeah. Is it tomorrow? I don't it's tomorrow. Know Today's the 28th. Yeah. That's pretty exciting, though, because usually Fortnite, I mean, this is a typical thing for Fortnite to do in that it features characters from all sorts of IPs, from movies, from other video games, just like whatever the fuck they think is popular in the moment. They'll throw it in Fortnite as a skin and mm-hmm. sell it. And it works for them. But I actually don't know if they have ever done just a real person. It's usually characters from a game or a movie. Do you know yeah. any other I, real people, or is this the first time they, thing? They, they did Tom yeah, they did Holland a, and LeBron and Neymar. Yeah, I was so about to say they definitely did LeBron. Athletes. Yeah, yeah. LeBron. So yeah, this that's is the first I've heard. Of a, I think this is the first woman character that's been real. You can play. I think so. Yeah. Um, you know what this. You know, you know what this reminds me of what, what Fortnite reminds me of when I was. <laughs> you say Laura. <laughs> she's not a real person. Summer. She's real to me, Chuck. All right. She's okay. 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 She's real. She's Watch real. My fault. My fault. <laughs> oh, I was gonna say. Oh, um, you know what this reminds me of back, back in my day before we had video games and these kids being dancing on it and everything. I saw my stars on Wheaties boxes and I loved it. And every single month, I think it was like every couple of months, it was a new star on the Wheaties box. And even the Wheaties, I don't know anybody that's like over the moon on Wheaties. It's not the world's greatest cereal by by any means. But you got the box because it had Jordan on it or or I don't know, Stephanie Graff or whoever it is. Um, and, and it was must see. Like it was like you would get excited as a kid to walk down the cereal aisle to see who was on the Wheaties box. Fortnite is like this generation's Wheaties box, but not just that. That's good. I like that, actually. I totally disagree with you. There's never been a chance where I said I wanted Wheaties. I always wanted a cookie crunch. No, that's what I'm saying. Nobody wanted Wheaties. Not Cocoa Puffs, but I wanted Fruity Pebbles. Those are the two (laughs) cereals that I wanted. 
And my Wheaties mom would never gross, get them. Oh. Never no, get I've them. never even had Wheaties. Yeah, That's so funny because like I, I've never met anybody that said they like Wheaties either. But <laughs> even I know about Wheaties. Yeah, I know about Wheaties boxes. Yeah, you know about them. I love that that company, like way back when, they're like, we're going to have one marketing strategy. And we're going to go so fucking hard on that strategy. Muhammad Ali on the Wheaties box. That's when you knew you made it, right? only the way we're going to do this. An athlete, you know, yeah. if you were an athlete, it was it wasn't Sports Illustrated the cover. It wasn't like I can't think of anything that held a higher prestige as a kid than That's being so on the Wheaties box. If you were an athlete, it's true. And for, that and just Fortnite kills me because, now. like, imagine like how slow content must have had to roll out for people to be excited for like a consumer products goods package to have a star on there. You know, like it's, it's like news gets to people faster. Other things happen faster, but like that's generally the pace of things back then. And mm-hmm. I think that's hilarious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I, I, I find this story kind of interesting too, because she's a, she's an Overwatch fan. And Fortnite, it was like, let's put her on. The, let's put her in the game. Overwatch ain't going to do it. They're not going to make mm-hmm. a character for her. We'll make a nice. character for her. So you see the Fortnite producers are also making essentially like a, a sideways, like like limited dig at Bobby Kotick, too. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you think you own Blizzard? No, no, we don't care. We're going to have her, too. We're going to have her, too. She loves your game, but she's going to be in ours. Well, until until Fortnite does something stupid, like I'm kind of I'm kind of done with this strategy. It's kind of fun to see how mainstream uh, video game gets uh, video games are getting when they have just like mega stars. And, you know, I think you're right, Sotel. You kind of nailed it on the head, you know? Like, it's the new hot thing. It's the new Wheaties. <laughs> it's the new Wheaties. Fortnite's the new Wheaties. That's it right there. Hot take. All right, so, so to any of you guys who had watched last Monday where I accidentally told myself and said that I had been watching TikTok and frequently get the <laughs> hour-long notifications of, like, you need to go get a fucking drink, walk around a little bit. It tells me to stop watching its own app. Okay, well, it's about to get worse because TikTok is expanding its maximum video length to 10 minutes now. So instead of one hour notifications, we're probably getting 10 hour notifications. We'll see. I will report back later. Uh, I don't know how good this is for people, but uh, it's basically bringing it. I don't know. To me, it seems like TikTok is like a short, fast, like ADD version of YouTube. But if we have 10 minute videos now, that's Quibi. I don't know. That's Quibi. Is that Quibi? Yeah, I don't Quibi know. Quibi was 10 to 13, was anywhere from 7 to 13 minutes was a Quibi quick bite. And mm. it went under. But this is going to work because I watch a it's lot of YouTube videos, audience. episodes. There's a lot of really bad black productions on YouTube that are hilarious. Yes. Mm-hmm. And they're all 10 minutes long. And it's hilarious. Like, uh, uh, like, uh, what's, what's the one that's really big? The court is like, what's the court? It's, uh, um, council court. They have one mm, called Council yeah, Court. And Council Court is hilarious. Like Isn't that how Issa Rae got started too? Like she made Awkward Black Girl mm-hmm. on, like yeah. as a YouTube mm-hmm. series. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So there's a lot of low budget <laughs> black content that's funny or really good. And I think it'll work well on this TikTok format. Mm-hmm. I disagree. What? Because I disagree. Because the reason why TikTok is good is because it attracts folks, my tribe, people that have ADHD. Mm-hmm. And People in my tribe don't want to sit and watch a 10 minute show. We, we need we have to have a dopamine boost. And that dopamine boost is around that that 30 second mark, or however long it is on TikTok. And then once that happens and that dopamine doesn't kick in, you don't want somebody that's in my tribe to be like, well, let's see what's on another app. 
you can't get off of that app if it's every 20 seconds. It's like, boom, another hit, yeah, boom, another really hit, can't. boom, another hit. You change that up, you're leaving space for people to walk away from your platform. If you want content that's over, however, what, two minutes? I don't know how long the content is on TikTok. Whatever it is, they found the magic yeah, number. Yeah. If you mm. want something to go past whatever that magic number is, they go to YouTube. Will they, will yeah, they, will I, they make I, another category, though? Like how they do their live videos? Because people watch their live videos for hours. People yeah, are alive there. Is. Like, you know, the boys yeah. go, I'm an island boy. Try them. Those blue boys, those twins go live on. Oh, the island and, boys, yeah. Those and and they, they're live for hours. And all they're doing is talking. People make fun of them. They're okay with people making fun of them. They don't care. They just, they're like, oh, let's play this game. And like, whoever gets the most likes wins, whatever, mm-hmm. whoever gets the most emojis wins. I don't know how they play it. But people watch them for hours lose over and over again. Yeah, you're right. You're right. So I see your points until too about mm-hmm. like if you make it too long, you're going to lose people's yeah. interest. Mm-hmm. But like, isn't that what they said about YouTube too? When like they expen- uh, they extended like the average video length um, or the video upload length. I remember that being a thing with YouTube, and then people kept watching YouTube. I don't know. Yeah, I think they just make it a category. I understand what you're saying. You want that quick bite, like that that one minute, two minute. You keep those, you slide to the right and you got the 10 minute long videos. You slide again, you got the live videos. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you see a 10 minute video, you just go right through it until you get to your next two minute video. Just yeah, I can imagine it being implemented in a way where, yeah, it probably doesn't have the highest views, but it's a way for people to go a little bit deeper with the content creators that they love, right? Mm-hmm. So it's not like, 10 minute views are are typically on the for you page, which is like the main page that is like shuffling and, and request or uh, suggesting things to you. But if you see something that you really like, then maybe content creators will link to a longer video or intro to a longer video or say like this is part one of a 10 minute long video uh, that you have to see in the next uh, you know thing. And, and it'll basically be a way for people to just get to know their favorite creators a little bit more. Mm-hmm. That's that's people- what I predict. I don't know if it's going to be a good thing, though. It'll probably be a bad well, thing because it'll probably work. It's TikTok. They're pretty good at keeping your attention. You know what? You know who used to be really good at keeping at, at keeping customers coming in and had no competition whatsoever is McDonald's. They're still doing very well. Very, 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 very mm-hmm. well. So but there was a time there was a time where people were complaining that there was too many items on the menu. And people were confused. People get frustrated when people get confused and frustrated. They make different choices. There is another hamburger company in Los Angeles. If you're not in Los Angeles, that people love and rave over it. Um, what's it called? In and out. In and out. In and out. Yes. In and out has maybe twenty things on their menu total. Maybe about twenty, and it, and it really hasn't changed. Not, not even. Not even that. They have like ten. It's like 10, right? Yeah. It's like 10. Now, now the food there's I, you know, so it's it's okay, but there's something about the about going into in and out, knowing that that is going to remain the same. It's it's remained the same so much that if you do want something different, you have to almost whisper to them like there's some yeah. kind of secret agent and there's tell me about menu. the secret menu. Yeah. Because <laughs> they don't want to disrupt the thing that made them famous and popular and beloved, a lot of it has to do with that menu and the thrill of waiting in line, which is the oddest thing to me in the absolute in the world. But but it works. Okay. TikTok is McDonald's adding more to the menu. <laughs> that's pretty good, actually. Yeah, I, that's I actually really good. Instagram did that too. Instagram added more to the menu. They spun up mm-hmm. a separate app, Instagram TV. 
which they're killing There's news on that yeah they're killing uh they're mm. killing instagram tv as a separate app mm-hmm. uh which is silly because i didn't even know they had a separate second app <laughs> i don't think anybody knew how, how did either, I didn't either. <laughs> it ain't just you i was like <laughs> Does Instagram has moved lately? Do they do they scream like desperation to you? Because they're like, ooh, TikTok is doing this like video thing. So we're gonna have Instagram TV. Okay. It doesn't work. Somehow I can never get the, but the they audio always on. Done that, right? When Vine yeah. did it, they did it when Vine did it and Meerkat. Yeah. They they like, oh, let's just copy what's out there. Oh, Snapchat's really? doing Instagram it. Let's do what Snapchat cool. does. There's a copycat. They're not innovating anymore. Mm-hmm. They're just trying to to just like save it and protect their, their market share. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I feel like it's becoming less cool as a result of it. Cause you gotta Lame. understand they Try beat hard. Snapchat for Instagram stories. Cause Instagram stories is just Snapchat. Right, yeah. Yeah. They yeah, right, beat yeah. Them. yeah. They did. They did. They kind of brutalized Snapchat for a while. Um, <laughs> but Snapchat is still around. I mean, people still use it. Uh, teenagers are still using it as like um, one of their main messaging platforms too. Um, so in other, another silly gaming news, an incredibly rare Pokemon is car, uh, card auction off for a record breaking $900,000, $900,000. And I love it when these stupid like headlines come up where the, for some reason we just love to cover this shit because it's outlandish. It's like yeah. our interest taken <laughs> to the fucking extreme to the point where it is no longer healthy for you. Uh, but people be spending nine, almost a million dollars on a Pokemon card. I hope they get some sort of return or that, or maybe they're just like really fucking into Pokemon. I mean, I guess you have to be, but somebody actually did that. That's a real thing. It happened. You know, what's really bad about that. What? It's going to be one of those brothers. I'm not going to say their names. The, like, the they're Island like brothers? Boxing. No, no. One no. of those brothers are like boxing. They're Trey's like friend. Bums. Trey, no, hey, don't, no, don't the, put them the, people One of me. the Paul brothers probably bought. They're not invited to the cookout. <laughs> Watch me. One of them that bought it for $900,000. I don't know who did this. It was like near mints. Like... $900,000 is a million dollars. See, it's yeah, easy to just like dunk on these decisions and be like, this was a stupid choice with your money that you have apparently. But, you know, I assume that this person is going to sell it for more, but also like that's, that must be, that's probably, I don't know. That's what I'm thinking. Like yeah. they wouldn't buy it if some, if they didn't think somebody was going to buy it from them. No, right? they, or no, I don't people know. buy things just don't Parents are crazy sometimes. People I buy things. I mean, people bought end zone Ferraris and wrecked them the second day they had them too. They paid a million and a half for a car and wrecked it the second day because he because you don't know how because it's a race car that you shouldn't be driving. Like you shouldn't be driving this car. We understand you're gonna buy it, but you shouldn't be driving. <laughs> <laughs> you really know what you're doing right now. Listen, I was just in Target earlier uh today picking up some stuff and I saw a sign on the door that said, uh, we are now allowing people to finally buy Pokemon cards. Cause for a while, keep in mind, like a few months ago, we did a story regarding mm-hmm. how Target is like people are breaking in. People were like repelling from the ceiling and throwing chairs through windows to get, to get into target to buy Pokemon cards. And target really? was just like, yeah, we are done. We're not even selling yeah. them anymore because people were losing their minds. So now really? they're allowing you to, now they're like hitting behind a corner or like we're back where the cigarettes are. Uh, <laughs> we got to have somebody on in somebody's trench coat, you know, <laughs> guarded, guarded Pokemon cards. And they're only selling like two packs 
at a time. So the demand is out there. I mean, they're buying first edition unpackaged um, games of Zelda and I think like Super Mario is another one that sold. I forgot exactly which one it is. But the thing what's going on with with geek culture is is what's happening is what happened to hip hop in the early 90s. And that is it is mainstream. It's hot and it's not showing any signs of relenting. It's yeah. the new art. It's the new thing to show that you're hip and you're a little bit different. It's not as dangerous as hip hop or as perceivably dangerous as hip hop, but it's, it's like a, it's like a, a cancel cult. I mean, it's not, it's an anti-culture kind of thing because this so culture this was, was cool? looked down upon. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah cool. it was looked down upon and now it's cool Am to I be, cool? To be different. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Man, oh man. Oh man. I'm in groups all day. I don't know about that. Teenagers, never, mentoring teenagers. They'd be like, Charles, what anime are you watching? And I'd be like, uh, I'm watching Jujutsu Kaisen again. They're like, bruh, why don't you want one piece? These are like 16 year olds. Like, yeah. I'm not even cool born when one piece came out. <laughs> like, you ain't even, yeah, right? Right? Like, like, what do you mean? These are 16 year olds. And they're like, and then some kids, like, I don't watch anime. They'd be like, how do you not watch anime? That's like, like, watch, not like watching Star Wars. They're like, I, I do don't watch Star that. Wars neither. They're like, who, whose man's is this? Who man's they do that? They're like, this weirdo over here doesn't like any of this fiction stuff. I'm like, who's excited about Lord of the Rings? Okay, the class is like, hell yeah. It's not the nerd class. These are like, like the jocks and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Like you have to understand, most basketball players, young basketball players, a lot of their shoe selections, they actually name them after like Pokemon cards and what whatnot. But like, yeah, I got that Charizard color. That's that Charizard color. That Charizard. Yeah. Well, there is specifically a thing with like, with like black nerds loving mm-hmm. anime like and you guys know all about this right <laughs> like yeah, it's not it's not yeah, yeah, yeah i don't know not, any black nerds that love anime you don't shut the fuck up, <laughs> shut the fuck up here. that's the craziest thing i've ever heard you say that is a lie i remember um, one of the first like facebook groups i ever joined was like black nerd problems and i was yeah, like black nerd problems yeah oh. i like <laughs> well, he just what, what, just got up. He was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I loved that group, and I was like, this yeah. is really good. I like yeah. this. Like, I want to join yeah. this group. Don't and then I realized it's like actually a huge thing. I didn't yeah, know that thing. because yeah. there was like no black people around me where I grew up. There was like five, maybe, and a few Arabs. That's about it. But uh, but I remember like kind of going like into mm-hmm. college and then a little bit like into early adulthood and realizing that like oh." There's like a lot of black nerds that are like into the same thing that I was. Yeah. I don't know why that was. What is it about black culture and like anime and nerd shit that like the that it doesn't happen with white culture or other cultures quite as often? Um, I, I think it's predominantly black middle class and working class culture in particular. It's because mm-hmm. education is so pushed on us that we have to be smart. We have to be twice as good. I remember some of my most memorable days at, at, at Morehouse is going over to a Kilgore Hall, which is the student center hall and walking in the cafeteria. There's table tennis going on and is watching Voltron and Dragon Ball Z. Yep. And it is packed. It is packed. And then when Voltron becomes Voltron, everybody recites in unison the actual mantra of becoming Voltron. Like you hear it all the way outside. You hear it all the way outside. Down down the street. Diamond connected intracells up. 
Mega thrusters out, go! You be like, yeah, we, everybody, everybody gets okay. excited, and it's just the thing. Thundercat will be on, and everybody does Thundercat song. It's just that we, we like we watch our heroes, and they, they yeah. come from like nothing, and we watch them succeed. And anime is unapologetic about that. It's usually the kid that's a loner that strives on their own, and they blow up. They just blow mm. up to be the be the man, and we love that because it reminds us yeah. of our stories. Yeah. Oh, I love I that. Think. What a happy note to end on. All right. That's that concludes our show for today. Thank you guys for tuning in. Shout out to Rodney, who has produced the show, made this thing flow. Geek Beast is now in podcast form as well. So have you missed our live stream? That's OK. You can listen to us on the following day in Apple Podcasts now, Spotify or wherever you guys get podcasts. Subscribe and listen to us now. Do it now. No. OK. Guess do it tomorrow. But whatever. Just do it in general. Subscribe. <laughs> All right, we're going to be out. Uh, I'll see you tomorrow. Bye.